Before we get started, I want to share some really exciting news with you. Registration is open right now for our next set of group coaching sessions. These sessions begin in January, and of all the things that I offer to this audience, they are the most powerful thing I have. So if there's anything you want to invest your time and money in right now for you, I highly recommend the group sessions. You can find them at www.covertnarcissism.com. These sessions, we focus on you taking back control of your own internal world, your mental and emotional health. We don't focus on whether you leave or stay because you know what? Either way, you need to be a healthier person. You need to be a more peaceful person. So this is about you taking charge of that part of your life and of who you are, putting the remote control to your happiness back in your pocket. So I really, truly hope you can join us. These are six week long sessions. We meet two hours every week on Zoom. They're small groups, only 10 people. So grab your spot now. Don't let this one get by. Again, it's www.covertnarcissism.com. Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. Spending any holiday time, vacation time, family time, or even date time with a covert narcissist, it's an awful lot like pulling a chance card in Monopoly. If you are an avid player of the game or even just a casual player like me, then you know that feeling of landing on chance and having absolutely no idea if this is a good thing or not. Will it be a reward, something great, or a punishment for an imaginary crime? Either way, it has nothing to do with any action on your part, except, you know, you landed on that square. With the covert narcissist, it's kind of like this. Things can be, turn out to be just a great time quite enjoyable and a relief that it stayed peaceful and happy. Or it can just as easily be a total disaster and sheer punishment. Not knowing what is coming and knowing the intense negativity that is always just a tiny fuse away makes it incredibly difficult to relax and just enjoy yourself. Even when the environment is positive, it's impossible to trust it, no matter how hard you may try. You just cannot erase years of piled up emotional memories. I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast, and today is Christmas Day in the U.S. It's a day filled with happiness, or supposed to be, with happiness, laughter, great food, and a valuable time with your family. But we all know how difficult this can truly be. So today, as always, I wish you much peace on this journey of healing. Now let's get back to the Monopoly game. Why is it that we just never know what we are going to get with a covert narcissist? It's not bad all the time. There are good times. There are good days. There's laughter. There's pleasant memories. But when it's bad, it is so bad. And it leaves everyone feeling empty, hopeless, worthless, and afraid that it's going to return because it always does. A lot of this boils down to this thing called narcissistic supply. And if you've read and researched very far into narcissism, you have heard of narcissistic supply. So let me take a minute here and explain what is meant by that phrase, narcissistic supply. This is based on a central need that we all have. What we all need is mental and emotional stability. We need this balance, equilibrium within ourselves. 
We all need this. Ideally, as we go through life, we develop skills within us that bring that stability. You know, we get knocked off of our, you know, stable ground. We're all going to go through this, but we have coping skills that we can call on within us that bring us back to stability. Over time, this builds our own self-esteem, our self-identity, our confidence. When a person does not have these skills, however, they start using other people's attention and admiration for their mental and emotional equilibrium. This is narcissistic supply. This is something that kids do. You know, they don't have the ability within themselves yet to just to be stable inside. And so they, they look to other people for that. Their parents is where a lot of it starts. But their friends, their, their teachers, their coaches, people in their life. Okay, most of us, you know, do this from time to time anyways, where we do kind of lean on other people for that. You know, the attention and admiration that we receive from others, it certainly boosts our self-image. However, not having that attention and admiration from other people does not threaten your self-identity. It doesn't send you into a state of rage or depression when you have these skills within you to bring you to a point back to equilibrium. So to sum up narcissistic supply, it's the deficiency of inner resources that makes a narcissistic person dependent on other people for their own self-esteem. Others are used as objects to provide the supply to them. Yet no matter how much you give, it's never enough to fill their emptiness as a true, stable self-esteem that can only come from within each one of us. Anything external, it's always on shaky ground, so it's never enough to fill that emptiness. And if you are feeling drained and resentful right now around this person in your life, then you may need to reevaluate your relationship to them and any roles that you might be playing. Now, all of that said, during a time when they are receiving a lot of narcissistic supply, covert narcissists can be quite happy and very pleasant to be around. We certainly, like I said, had many good times together, times where he was fun to be around. But I always knew that that could change in a moment's notice. And the holiday season can certainly provide many opportunities for them to to play out this narcissistic supply game that they have, both good and bad. It's a time that they actually might be receiving large amounts of supply, which puts them in a peaceful place. And of course, this varies from person to person and from year to year, from day to day, sometimes from hour to hour. As I said, it can change at a moment's notice. You are never on stable ground with a covert narcissist. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt myself here, but I need to let you know something. I see these comments on social media and in the reviews on the podcast. You know, I know it's tough to talk about some of these issues publicly, like out there, some of these comments that maybe we could dive into it a little deeper. And so I want you to know that I am offering individual sessions right now on a special rate through this holiday season, through the end of this month, the month of December, those rates are only $99 for an hour. I would love to meet with you and just to really get into the nitty gritty of your situation. We'll sit face to face on Zoom and we'll spend that time together. You can find those at cnglifecoaching.com. The letters are CNG, like Covert Narcissism Group. And if you don't want to explain to anyone out there what CNG stands for, it also stands for community and grace, something we need so badly in this world. I hope to see you soon. And now, back to the podcast. 
For many narcissistic people, they gain a lot of narcissistic supply by being admired. So they can get a huge amount of tension by throwing the best party ever, the best Christmas event ever. Not just a party, you know, this has to be seen as the best party you've ever been to in order to really fulfill that supply for them. They'll expect huge fanfares for all of their efforts, huge amounts of praise and adoration. This is that supply that I'm talking about. It makes them feel important, better than everyone else. And if you don't give enough, you certainly will hear about it later. If they catch any tiny reason to doubt your sincerity, and they seem to be looking for those reasons all the time, if they see the slightest glimpse or anything that they can hold on to, they certainly will. You might hear something like, well, I can't believe I did all that work and you don't even appreciate it. Even though you've told them how wonderful it was and you expressed your gratitude, maybe all you did was ask them to help clean up a little bit. And this is what you get back. They can hold on to anything to blame you for not being appreciative enough. You didn't smile like you did at your own party last year. You didn't go back for seconds of food. I've actually heard that one. You, mu- you clearly didn't like it and appreciate all my effort because you didn't get more food. Mind you, I was stuffed. You spent all your time only talking to your friends, not to me. Or you didn't sit with me and hold my hand. These are the things that they start latching on to. All of the work they did for that party was conditional. Because they did all of this, you have a role now that you are to play to fill their supply, whether you realize it or not. For some, the covert narcissist will take complete control of all the planning for all the activities and meals around the holidays. They'll just step right in. They'll make the grocery list for you, plan the menu, tell you what time everyone should come, organize the gifts, taking care of all the details. They'll demand to know who is doing what, where everyone is, and how the day will go. And of course, they do all of this then to be seen as the one who is doing all the work. And they're doing it for others, you know? I just want to make sure that everyone has a great time. But all of this they do to hear the words, Oh my, you're so amazing. How did you get all of this done? This is about the time that your family tells you how absolutely wonderful they are. Wow, talk about leading to the confusion. They're telling you how great and wonderful they are. Look at all the work they're doing. And, and you, you, know, you chose such a winner. This one's a keeper. But all the while, you feel smaller and smaller. You know that you can't speak up about how they just you know, took everything over and that they don't do this any other time of the year. They're doing this all for show. You certainly would come out of that conversation as the bad guy. You can't add to the conversation all the things that you did to make the day successful and they don't care that they push you down. Now you look and feel self-centered and maybe petty. So you keep your mouth shut. But let this be different this time. This year, you can still keep your mouth shut. That's okay. I understand that decision. But do it knowing that they are getting all of that precious narcissistic supply that they need. That's what's filling them for their emotional equilibrium. Watch them. Watch them fill it up. Watch them. They just, they just kind of, they, you can see it happen from their toes all the way up. Just picture them filling up with all that narcissistic supply. Watch everyone else just pouring it into them. Just watch it. Know that your mental and emotional stability comes from within you, or it will come from within you as you heal and grow. If you're not there yet, Keep going on that path. You will be on so much more stable ground than that covert narcissist ever will be. 
I don't know about you, but I would far rather be on my, be my own source of mental stability, emotional security, and just plain peacefulness. Those tools, those keys belong in my pocket. No one else's. Another way that this plays out is they can just gain a whole lot of narcissistic supply by giving these extravagant gifts. But remember, a narcissistic person never gives anything for free. They can give you these great and wonderful gifts and, and they just seem over the top, but they're always seeking for something in return. And I want to share a list with you from an article that I was reading. The article is on a website called Unmasking the Narc. Okay, that's unmaskingthenark.com. And I want to make sure they get the credit for this. But their, their list really hit home with me. And I couldn't have said it any better. What are the things that a narcissist seeks from gift giving? There's a list. Adoration. They want that, oh my goodness, I love this gift that you gave me. You're so awesome and so amazing. You're the perfect one for me. Adoration and praise. They want envy. Wow, this must have cost a fortune. I can't believe that you spent all this money on me. Okay, they, they want that. They want us to envy them. They want other people to envy. You know, look at all this great and wonderful stuff that I do for my spouse. You must think, you must wish that you were more like me. How about collateral? So they can use it against you if you ever hold them accountable for their selfish behavior. How can, how can you think that about me? Look at that gift I gave you. Look at what I just, you know, I did all this. I put in all this time and all this money into you. And now you're calling me selfish. That's collateral. How about indebtedness? You will forever owe them for this one act of generosity. You're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about it many, many times. And, and they, they just want constantly you to continue coming back to that praise. Appearances. To keep up the appearance of being a great partner. A person that, you know, they want the rest of the world to view them as. That beautiful, perfect partner. And last is manipulation. To butter you up and keep you trauma bonded to them. You know, those times when you, when you start doubting and, and they can go, see, you know, they really do care about you. You know, after all, they gave you this wonderful gift and it pulls you back into that trauma bonding. For some covert narcissists, they take over the center of attention by spending the entire holiday season talking about themselves, bragging for long periods of time. They brag to all of their family about the amazing year they've had, embellishing long stories of their great achievements and experiences. They may talk about the wonderful vacation they planned for their family, even though maybe you did all the prep and all the work. They'll talk about the advancements they made at work, whether they're truly of value or not. If they remotely encountered anyone impressive in their world, you certainly hear about that. They may even pull out all the wonderful pictures that they took. And if you desire this time to stay peaceful and positive, then spend that time enjoying those stories and photos. There's nothing wrong with that. Even if no one is actually admiring them, if they believe that others are, that's all it takes. That's all it takes to fill that narcissistic supply and keep things peaceful. Even if you know the stories are embellished and exaggerated, don't call them out on it. Not now. Your peace during this time of the year is more valuable than that. Let them get that supply. There's a little, you know, that's a little more supply that you don't have to fill. So look at it that way. See it for what it is. Their need to be admired and feel special, just like a toddler with the inability to maintain that emotional equilibrium, like I talked about. That's what they need. But now, you know, they're getting it from other places as well. These have all been ways that they gain good attention. But for a narcissistic person, supply can be good or bad. This need to be the center of your attention can certainly play out 
negatively. They might do absolutely nothing to help you with the preparations for the holidays. Everything they do is calculated and transactional, so if they don't see anything in it for them, they're not going to participate. And of course, while they're all kicked back doing absolutely nothing, they're still going to bark out orders to make sure that everything goes just right. While they may be good at doing nothing, they are certainly not good at keeping their opinions to themselves. They know best about how everything should be done, and this gives them some of that supply without actually investing into any of the work. So you might get the other extreme. You might get the one who takes over everything, but you might get the one who does absolutely nothing. If you are with a covert narcissist, then I have no doubt that you are quite accustomed to doing all the hard work around the holiday season. They're simply too special to have to do any of the work themselves, such as preparing a meal or washing the dishes. They get to voice how it should be done, but certainly don't, you know, shouldn't be expected to do any of it. Their entitlement keeps them above such roles. So here you are doing all the work, putting up the decorations, buying all the gifts, wrapping all the gifts, planning the calendar for time with family and friends, making sure everyone is at the right place at the right time, prepping all the meals, cooking, cleaning, thanking everyone for all of their time, gifts, and happiness taking all the decorations down, and restoring order to your home. It's exhausting. While you may be so happy to do it for your kids or your grandkids, it's draining, and you might feel some frustration and some anger towards them for not helping. But let it go. This year, as you go through all of this, focus on those kids and grandkids in your life, the family and friends who appreciate you. Make this holiday season incredibly special for them and enjoy every minute of it with them. Don't tap dance around that covert narcissist anymore. They usually end up mad anyways, so why put all that effort into them? If they're going to be mad whether you do something this way or that way, then quit making your decision based on them. Do what is right for you and your family. And then do something extra special for you this year. You deserve it. You deserve some of your own time and effort. All of that love and care that you are pouring into others, give some of that back to yourself right now. Imagine that you step outside of yourself. Now hear me out here. Imagine you can step outside of yourself and now you are taking care of you. What would that look like? What would you do? What would you, would you take your friend out for, you know, a glass of wine? Would you, would you go fix a nice bubble bath? Would you go get a massage? You are taking care of that friend that's in need and that friend that's in need is you. This is your assignment this week. Share with me how you're doing it. Share with me how you're extending that care to yourself. You can find me on Facebook or on TikTok or you can email me. All of that is out there and you can find me. I want to hear from you. I wish you all happy holidays and so much peace. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. You can also reach out to me by email at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are CNG as in Covert Narcissism Group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing.